Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown. I'm your host, Larry Leeds. Today we're diving into the latest Cowboys news from around Arlington. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pubdex, for sponsoring this episode. Podcasts are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code Larry21 for 10% off your first order. That's promo code Larry21 for 10% off your first order. And then we'd also like to thank our new sponsor, Audible. Check them out today, audibletrial.com slash Larry21. For a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook of your choice, Audible has books from it. There are audiobooks of every genre that you can imagine. Check them out today, audibletrial.com. So, uh, <coughs> audibletrial.com slash Larry21. Now let's dive right in. So to start... We're going to take a look at week four. The good, the bad, the ugly. It has now arrived to week five. We have now reached the first quarter poll of the 2021 NFL season. And honestly, I don't think Cowboys fans could be any happier. I mean, shoot, I'm shocked at what's going on. After going toe-to-toe with the champs on opening night, Dallas has won three straight games in impressive fashion. From a road victory over the best team currently in the AFC to dominating home wins over divisional foes Philadelphia and the previously undefeated Carolina Panthers, the Cowboys are rolling hot for what seems like forever. Even though it's still early, this team is finally playing complimentary football. Offensively, the Dallas Cowboys are sitting in the top five in total yards, rushing yards, and points per game scored. Defensively, they have a top 10 rush defense and are second in takeaways. With the easiest part of their schedule coming up, things are setting up for the Dallas Cowboys to go on a run and separate themselves in the NFC East. Before we get there, let's take one last look at week four and discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly from a 36-28 victory over Carolina. Good. Almost as soon as the final second ticked off the clock at Raymond James Stadium four weeks ago, there were those who could not wait to bury running back Ezekiel Elliott in the Cowboys' rushing attack. Unsurprisingly, the rumors of his demise were premature and quite ridiculous. Each week, Zeke's production has trended upwards, kicking up a few notches with 143 yards and a touchdown against the previous best team in the league when it comes to rushing defense. His running mate, Tony Pollard, has been cooking as well. Elliott currently is posting over 5 yards carry while Pollard is knocking on the door of 7 yards per carry. Sunday's performance from the dynamic duo was the most impressive, especially after last week's outing against Philadelphia. Many were worried after seeing center Tyler and guard Connor Williams get bullied by the Eagles' interior linemen. 
That was not the case against Carolina. The Cowboys ran the ball 34 times for 245 yards, controlling the game on the ground. If things continue this direction, it's not out of the realm of the possibility that both Elliott and Pollard reach 1,000 yards in 2021. But, as always, there's always the bad side. For being honest, the Dallas Cowboys put this game away with one amazing quarter, led by two players specifically. Defensive end Randy Gregory wrecked the game, constantly hounding the opposing quarterback. On the outside quarterback, Trayvon Diggs continued his great play, picking off two passes on back-to-back drives. The third quarter saw a game in which Dallas trailed by one at half to lead by 19, going to the final stanza. After that, things were not so great. Diggs left the game with some back soreness. This was thankfully pre- precautionary, but it seemed like his exit plus the score allowed this team to go into cruise control. That's not how things work in the NFL. Carolina had no problem reminding the Cowboys of this fact. The Panthers put up touchdowns on back-to-back drives, closing the gap to one score. If not for the above good of the Cowboys' rushing attack, things had the opportunity to go very bad. Moving forward, this team will need to keep their foot on the gas for all 60 minutes. There are several good teams left on the schedule, and things might not go the same way if the situation rises again. And the ugly. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has no problem making bold moves. During the 2016 NFL Draft, Jones made one of his biggest in recent memory, drafting linebacker Jalen Smith when he could not even run due to a gruesome leg injury sustained in his last college game. 2016 became a redshirt year for Smith as he needed that time to recover and rehab. The following year, Smith was sprinkled into the mix before finally becoming a starter near the end of the 2017 season. The next three years saw Smith start every game at linebacker, culminating with a 2019 Pro Bowl selection and a six-year, $68 million extension. Unfortunately for all involved, that peak was the beginning of the end. Last season, Smith's play was abysmal. Smith never really helped himself whenever he had an opportunity to own his terrible on-field presence. Swiping at completely inexcusable times and telling all of us to watch the film and question about his play set a lot of people off. This year, nothing improved. Even with snaps severely limited, Smith continued to show an inability to shed blocks, made numerous bad reads, and was a complete liability in pass coverage. Tuesday night, the Dallas Cowboys decided that eating $7 million was worth ending the experiment. I can go on and on how bad the entire Jalen Smith era really was, but there's no point to that now. Jalen is a phenomenal person off the field. He's sincerely changing a lot of people's lives in real life, which absolutely matters. I do not honestly know if another team will bring him in for a look-see. This could very well be the end of his football life. But I definitely wish him continued success for the rest of his days on Earth. So now we're going to look at three players on the rise. After this victory, three players who have fallen. The Panthers gave the Dallas Cowboys just about all they could handle in the first half of Sunday's afternoon matchup. Second half was a completely different story, though, as the Cowboys handed an undefeated Panther squad their first loss of the season. Just like last week, I truly do believe there's much to be upset about here for Dallas. 
with another complete team victory. Things that looked a bit sloppy in the first half were cleaned up in the second, and when it really mattered, the Cowboys imposed their will against the Carolina team that has a bright season ahead of them. So up first, Dallas Cowboys player who has risen is defensive end Randy Gregory. Edge rusher Randy Gregory has played well in all three games. But the one thing he hasn't done quite yet was bring down the opposing quarterback. Well, he finally broke through for his first couple of sacks this season in Week 4's contest against Carolina. His first of the day came early on the Panthers' opening drive of the game as the veteran brought quarterback Sam Darnold down to force the Panthers' punt. The second came right after the two-minute warning in the first half as Gregory demolished former Cowboys swing tackle Cam Irving to make it third down. Both were big plays that came at crucial moments and helped to set the tone for a huge game from the defensive line. Gregory's potential has always been clear. It's so nice to see him have a big game. Just like his fellow defensive linemate, Demarcus Lawrence, his impact doesn't always translate into huge sack numbers. But he's consistently playing well. When Lawrence comes back, it should open up even more opportunities for Gregory to get at the quarterback. And one player whose stock has fallen, linebacker Jalen Smith. Count me among those who was hoping that 2021 would be a resurgent season for former Pro Bowl linebacker Jalen Smith. Alas, it just hasn't been the case, and after multiple seasons of disappointing play, the Dallas Cowboys officially moved on from the former second-round pick out of Notre Dame. Smith's continued play, continued poor play, I should say, and now release, has landed him in the stop-down category. But that said, generally... We wish him well, whatever his next stop might be. Smith had become a pretty easy target for fan frustration in recent years, and many are quick to forget the fact that he ever even played a meaningful down in the NFL, let alone at the level he did early on, was inspiring and nothing short of amazing. At his best, he frequently showed extended glimpses of the electric player many considered to be the best defender in the 2016 draft. His 2018 season in particular had many fans thinking that he... Enlightened Vanderesh will be the leading Dallas linebacking core for years to come. He hasn't really showcased that ability in recent seasons, though. Instead, it's been a massive liability in coverage and struggled mightily to get off any block. The Albatross contract extension he signed in 2019 surely didn't help matters either. So far, 2021 hasn't been terribly kind to him. He's made a few plays that flashed his former playmaking ability. but has been far from a return to form. The majority of the time, he's just looked lost out there. With Keanu Neal's impending return from the COVID-19 list this week, Smith was likely going to be the odd man out in the linebacker rotation. And finally, Dallas Cowboys player whose stock has risen, Jaron Curse and Dallas' new safeties. For years, the Cowboys have largely ignored the safety position, and they've gotten mostly subpar performance from most of the players they've trotted out there. For whatever reason, it just hasn't been a position that the team has put significant resources into, and it's something that has always frustrated a large portion of the fan base. Instead of caving to fan pressure and making splashy moves, such as acquiring someone like, oh, I don't know, it's just 
hypothetically say a former All-Pro who publicly lobbied to come to Dallas, whose name is magically escaping me at the moment. The Cowboys have long opted to sign on low-risk, low-reward players and free agency or trot out late-round draft picks. For the most part, they've gotten what they've paid for. This offseason, the Cowboys didn't radically change their philosophy. What did change, however, was the upside of the players they took a chance on. After Donovan Wilson showed a lot of promise at the end of the last season, the team went out and signed DeMonte Kazi and Jalen Kirst to one-year deals to pair with him. Just before training camp, they also inked former Colt safety Malik Hooker to a similar one-year deal. Kirst has already proven his value and has made multiple big plays in every game this season. And we find it hard to be disappointed by the player by the play that Dallas has gotten from any of these guys to start the year. On Sunday, Jaron Kurz tied Anthony Brown for the team lead with six tackles, two of which came behind the line of scrimmage. He's been flying around the field every chance he gets and makes his presence known. When Wilson comes back, Dan Quinn needs to find ways to keep Kurz on the field. No safety play wasn't the main story on Sunday. Heck, it wasn't the main story in the secondary. But this group has exceeded expectations at pretty much every turn, and they look good against the Panthers. They've flown under the radar, and it's time to give them their due. And now, Dallas Cowboys stock that went down. It's a narrative that the Cowboys don't have an elite corner. Do I just need to make Trayvon Diggs a permanent part of this segment? What the second-year corner out of Alabama is doing right now is nothing short of incredible for the Dallas defense. Right now, Diggs is defending NFC Defensive Player of the Month in elite and is leading all football in interception and passes defended. Prior Monday Night Football, he single-handedly had more picks than most NFL teams. In the first four games of the season, Diggs has, has as many interceptions as any Dallas Cowboys corner has had in a full season in the last quarter century. The last Cowboys cornerback who even brought down five in a season was Terrence Newman over a decade ago. Decades now, Dallas fans have been frustrated by the team's lack of a true ball hawk well, it certainly appears that they have one in Trayvon Diggs. He's been building on his promising rookie career, and he's now played in 16 career games and hauled in eight interceptions. He's a key part of this defense and playing at an elite level. When Diggs left the game on Sunday afternoon to manage some tightness in his back, Darnold had a field day targeting receiver DJ Moore and connected for two touchdowns. Finally, Dallas Cowboys stock that's risen, having a balanced offense. Feed Zeke? Eh, that's so 2018. How about feed literally anyone on the offense? It's actually kind of incredible how much fun this Dallas Cowboys offense is to watch. There's so many different ways that they can attack teams. And almost any package they want to put out there feels like a mismatch for opposing defenses. Zeke has been resurgent these past couple of weeks, and he's leading the NFC while ranking fourth in the NFL in rushing. It's fantastic to see. 
but it's just as great as that. It's even better knowing that the team is finally figuring out how to use Tony Pollard at the same time. If Elliott is having a rough game, no problem. Pollard can give the team a big lift. Zeke is looking like his all-pro self. Perfect. And mixing in Pollard adds another wrinkle for defenses to worry about. Elliott Pollard went up against the Carolina team that featured the top-ranking run defense in football entering Sunday afternoon. They carved them up like Michael Myers coming home to Haddonfield on Halloween night to the tune of over 200 yards rushing between them. We already knew this offense was loaded, but they are getting contributions from guys all over the depth chart. Guys like Cedric Wilson, Blake Jarwin, Terrence Steele, Connor McGovern had no problem setting up and playing their role when their number has been called. Through four games, the Cowboys ranked third in yards per game and fourth in points per game. It's one thing to talk about having a high-powered offense. It's another to actually do it. But the Dallas Cowboys are making use of every one of their weapons, and they are refusing to be a one-note offense. Of course, it helps that the team has been playing complete football, and they don't have to be. The Cowboys have been getting better at blocking up front this season, having been better rushing the football, and are getting solid play out of their defense. Quarterback Dak Prescott had far from his sharpest game of the season on Sunday, completing 14-22 to pass attempts. For only 188 yards. However, four of those completions went for touchdowns, and when the Cowboys really needed him to step up, he was more than willing to meet the challenge. Case in point, his absolute gorgeous third quarter touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, which gave the Cowboys a lead they'd never end up relinquishing. However, that's the great thing about this. In the offense this season, everyone is chilling and they're able to be flexible in their game plans. Sure, if Prescott needs to throw the ball 50 times in order to keep the Cowboys in the game, he can do that. He just doesn't need to right now, and Dallas would love to keep it that way. Five matchup between the Eagles. Er, apologies. Uh, it's going to be the Giants and the Cowboys. Not only did the Dallas Cowboys do the unthinkable in Week Four, the huge win over the undefeated Carolina Panthers to give them their first loss of the season, but they are on fire. Everything is falling into place as the Cowboys are clicking on all cylinders when it comes to offense, defense, and special teams. As they finish their three-game slate at home in AT&T Stadium, they welcome a familiar foe to their home turf. Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, their NFC East rival, New York Giants, are coming to town for another classic division showdown. A team that is 1-3 so far this season still hasn't found their identity in any way, shape, or form. To no surprise, the momentum of the Cowboys is so real that they are once again, for the third week in a row, Favorites to leave this game victorious in the latest win bet uh, betting odds. A win in week five would make it three straight wins at home for the Cowboys and their fourth consecutive victory in a row. 
Make no mistake about it, these Cowboys are real. They are featuring a high-octane yet balanced offensive attack that has consistently got the job done, either through the air or on the ground. Their defense is swarming, winning the turnover battle, and truly becoming a core strength of the team. Even their woes on special teams have improved with each passing week. To the point, they're always getting key contributions from that part of the team. That early on the season was problematic. NFC East is right there for the taking as the Cowboys are already proving to be the team to beat in the division. Considering they have won their last three games, makes this a no-brainer prediction. The Cowboys will win and win big at home. So once again, prove to the football world they mean business. The Big D is predicting a 43-13 Cowboys win as America's team will make quick work of the Giants. And our final topic is the surprising release of Jalen Smith. Dallas Cowboys chose to release linebacker Jalen Smith which was originally reported by Adam Schefter. Cowboys have chosen to go separate ways with the former Notre Dame Fighting Irish. In a rather surprising move, the Cowboys and the defense, led by coordinator Dan Quinn, appear to be going in different directions. Smith was the second-leading tackler in the NFL last season, with 154 tackles. Since joining the Cowboys in 2017, Smith has tallied 516 tackles and 9 sacks. Smith was a bit of a divisive personality amongst Cowboys fans. His well-known swipe after a tackle became a bit of a running joke in the Cowboys fan community. Smith also created some dismaying fans, but choosing to change his number to nine when many fans felt that number belonged to former quarterback Tony Romo. Smith will still be owed his entire yearly salary this year of $7.6 million by the Cowboys. That number does get smaller if Smith signs with another team in the regular season due to clauses that are built into the contract. Smith received a Pro Bowl nod after his performance in the 2018 season. There were rumblings of Smith's days being numbered and a likely candidate for a roster casualty following this season, but I'm not sure many suspected a mid-season cut. There were talks that the Cowboys front office was listening to trade interest around this year's past draft, but ultimately did not pull the trigger on any trade. One thing I think is that the timing of this release feels a bit odd. What strikes me is there may be more news to come out as reasons that led to Smith's very sudden release. It's not often to see a player that contributes considerable snaps and is also not injured get the news Get the news he's gone mid-season. I'm anxious to see what news leaks out in the coming days and press conferences involving the staff and members of the defense. I don't think this move will affect any sort of locker room continuity as this team had a different edge than a past Cowboys defense. I expect Dan Quinn to have this defense not missing a beat. What does this mean, Matt? What does this mean for now? I think the first thing that hit me was that fellow linebacker, Leighton Vanderish, has been fully put on notice. He's pulling out the final year of his contract, and this move shows that Cowboys must believe in their linebacking core. Keanu Neal is returning from the COVID-19 list, and the Cowboys must feel confident in his ability 
to jump back into action in the middle of the defense. I also think we will get to see the LSU rookie Jabril Cox see some more snaps as the Cowboys continue to incorporate more rookies. For the time being, I'm going to wait to see what details matriculate out in the next few days. But it appears that the Cowboys team is different from the past in that they are not afraid to make immediate moves they feel necessary. The Cowboys still have great depth at linebacker and should handle this separation fine. But it's a rather intriguing move in recent memory. And that is all we have for this episode of the Big D Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in to the Big D Breakdown. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered by leaving a comment in the comment section below. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Like the video if you're... If you like the videos, uh, hit the bell notification to be notified of future videos. And thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.